0: welcome to another episode of reading rebellion potentially the last episode of reading rebellion we'll get into that a little bit more but i'm Arik, and i'm joined here by Ion. that's right and um
1: yeah we we've been thinking about getting a bit more focused with our content so it's more valuable for folks um And so we can build more density and momentum on some, like, themes that really matter to us Uh, instead of, like, spreading ourselves as thin as we have been. We've been having a great time, like, exploring all these different concepts. Um, And we're we're still going to do that to a certain extent, but we think we're going to try to, like, index more heavily on decision science, leadership, and growth so we can inform folks. Like, you know, our day jobs are startup-related, so we want to be able to kind of, like, help startup founders uh, early startup team members people who are trying to like get something going lead their teams more effectively make better decisions and grow their companies with some intellectual diversions of the type that we've been exploring here so just random things that interest us once in a while as well
0: right and you know we're now 42 episodes in this is going to be the 43rd episode and I don't think we would have gotten to this point were it not for taking a super broad view initially and you know the way we've been approaching this podcast is basically reading things that we think are interesting that people will get value out of and talking about it right recording podcasts about it and by and large that's still what we're going to be doing is reading things that we think is interesting and that we think people will get value from and talking about it. But what we're going to try to do, as Ion said, is have a more coherent set of themes that we talk about. Um, so it's a little more consistent. And you can come here knowing what you're going to get. You know, it's as much fun as it is for us to say, hey, one week, we're going to talk about Ebola. The next week, we're going to talk about the political system. Uh, another week, we're going to talk about you know, psychology of money. Maybe we'll talk about a- animal farm. I've really enjoyed that because it's given us a ton of flexibility to just explore all of our interests. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's hard as a listener to, to know what you're going to get each week. Yeah, and we're, we're still going to have
1: some of that flexibility. I think the way it might break down is like a quarter of our content will be in each of these buckets, roughly. Like not religiously, but let's just say, you know, 25% how to make better decisions, uh, understanding the way your mind works, you know, understanding cognitive biases, probability, like reading books by like professional poker players on how they manage probability and like deal with ambiguity and come out on top. Uh, 25% books on leadership. And this could be, you know, manuals on leadership, like leadership strategy and tactics by Jocko Willing, or it could be biographies of great leaders or scenarios in which leadership was observed like you know a book on Genghis Khan a book on uh whatever Native American tribes and how they were organized Um, but pulling out useful leadership lessons from those and then a quarter on how to grow companies and growth broadly speaking and then a quarter on random stuff so it's not going to be just like hammering like a super narrow theme but it's going to be just trying to trying to make things a little more valuable and a little more like focused. So over time we kind of build deeper connections and we're able to um, make the podcast like more and more valuable to you
0: guys over time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, you know, for, for us as well as for you all the listeners. Um, I think it'll be helpful to have more content that consistently builds on previous content. I think there are some episodes where we did a really great job of that. Like I loved our in defense of politics after Brian Kaplan, or, yeah, uh, you know, we had our little sci fi miniseries that we did that I thought was really fun. Um, and, and there are a couple other of those. You know, uh, there was, like, uh, various things that we did. But the – oops, I just stretched my leg out and accidentally kicked my cat. Sorry, kitty. Shouldn't be – she always likes to sit just, like, directly under my feet when I'm at my desk. And it's a very dangerous position because I can't see her. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic low survival instinct animals. Yeah, I know. They just – live such privileged lives that they're like why you know no no survival instincts left anyway the point being you know i think by having these themes both in our minds um you know written down on paper we have them and expressed to the listeners we'll have more content that builds on each other. You'll start building depth in these topics as you listen to us talk about them, and as you read these books with us. And um, I'm really excited for that aspect of this, you know, like, just get really getting into these subjects, right? Like really getting into leadership and getting into it from the perspective that we have, right? From being in startups, from working in technology with an eye towards entrepreneurship with an eye towards, you know, what we want to do as, you know, first time business owners, first time founders, um, and all of those things.
1: Yeah, and, and to speak to a user type that we really know well, uh, and are close to, you know, um, like for Arik and I both, we've worked at startups for years, like we know a lot of folks who are in this position. And we ourselves have been, you know, early employees at startups, or have been like um, advising startup CEOs for like several years, um, and we want to be in that position ourselves at some point. So we figured for all of you guys, and for these these folks, and for ourselves, like what are the three topics that are going to be most crucial? Making good decisions, leading people, understanding how to influence people, inspire people, motivate people manage a team create a good team culture that's looking at great examples of those things and then how to grow the business you know because like we've both been in situations where you create something and there's just crickets and to go from that to growth is a very like hard problem and it's like for a lot of folks like they're you're coming from some discipline let's say like you're an engineer you're a designer you know you have an expertise in coffee you want to start a coffee shop for all those people the biggest challenge is not the domain you've been working on your whole life that you know inside and out it's how do you take this this thing you've created and like figure out if it's the right thing and then get people to actually like use it and get the business to grow um so yeah and and everything you just mentioned as far as stuff we've done before those are things we could still do and will still do things like that um it's just it'll be like you know proportionally
0: yeah, definitely. I think it's just that we, like, to be perfectly honest, we haven't had a theme other than reading things that we're interested in. Now we're saying we're going to yeah. read things that we're interested in, and most of the time they're going to be loosely within these few buckets. And, of course, we'll still stray outside of that. Of course, we still have the freedom to read whatever we want because it's our podcast, damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think that, you know, that that's going to be – Like helpful again, just more more coherent, more building on content we've done in the past, and and like you said, this is stuff that's also like super useful to us, you know. Um, Like I had a situation this week where at my job, you know, I've I've grown into a bit of a technical leadership role on my team, and I had to, you know, we had a pretty high priority, you know, escalation going on this week internal where we had some issues in in pre prod pre production, like internal cluster. And, um, you know, it's affecting upgrade schedules and whatnot. And, um, you know, I was trying to train someone up on how to deal with these things. And, you know, I had to deliver some constructive feedback. And that's something that I was really grappling with throughout the week, you know, I was like, what Sorry, is the man. right way to deliver this feedback? How can I deliver it in a way to someone that I care about the someone that I really want to be successful, I'm very invested in their success. So as a leader, you know, it's my responsibility, it's my duty to deliver that feedback. And if I don't, then I've failed as a leader, right? But it's also my duty and responsibility to deliver it in a way that it can be acted on and that it can be internalized, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think these are things that everybody deals with, right? Like in any career, in any position, um, you go through these situations, like you said, making decisions, leading teams, and growing are mm-hmm. fundamental to business, certainly, but I think even to most organizations. Almost every organization.
1: Almost almost every organization. Um, yeah, the, the growth one, I think, will be the... have the least broad applicability. Um, but leadership and decision science, I mean... Like, those are crucial to just living a good life. Um, anytime you're in a situation with another person um, and you're trying to, like, operate effectively, you're in a leadership situation. Like, you know, like, if you're trying to decide what's for dinner with your spouse, like, that—that that is, a, whether it's, you know, should be friends this way or not, it is a leadership situation still. <laughs> you know, a situation where influence is at play. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I loved yeah, and I, I love your story because it kind of illustrates. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I love your story because like, um, it, it it illustrates how, that topic right there, even just like having hard conversations, that could be an entire lifetimes worth of podcasts. Right. So like we're focusing, but we're still like have a lot of latitude for all of you guys to be entertained and have variety and for ourselves but like just to give you a sense like that one topic is so big and so important that uh yeah
0: yeah and the other thing i'll add is like we're still going to be ir- a little bit irreverent we're still going to be a little bit you know outside the norm um we're still going to want to sure. lean into our kind of heterodox opinions um mm-hmm. all of that's still going to be there you're still going to hear us like our cackling laughter on the mic every every episode for sure. <laughs> So um, none of that's going to change. It's just about, you know, having some consistency and, and, you know, um, themes. But, yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, I think it's going to be really good. And and like you said, um, a lot of this stuff is is broadly applicable, but it's also, like, narrowly applicable to, you know, us and to the people we know and and the things that we want to do and we're working on, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. I heard a good quote this week that was like, um, you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything you want, you know? Yeah. So trying to like, kind of make a choice on if we were to, if we were to focus a little bit and like cultivate a little more depth in some areas, what, what would those be? And also with a lot of podcasts, you see this kind of, this kind of progression where they start off with a focus they mine that vein until it's kind of like tapped out and then they broaden back out. So, it, after a certain period of time, like, you know, if we feel that we've really provided you guys with the value that we want to provide you in these various themes, if we think there's going to be more value outside of that, at some point we're, we might switch. But, uh, I suspect that it, it's it's going to be a little bit because we start assembling our book list and we already have like over 100 books on just these few themes and most of them are
0: on theme not like intellectual diversions yeah and we have plenty of intellectual diversions on deck as well you know i could turn around and start uh reading off some books um i think the other thing to be aware of is that we may not we may we will probably do a rebrand we'll keep the feed as is and hopefully that'll just work so it won't like you won't have to resubscribe or re us or anything like that. But for oh, now, yikes. we're going to yeah, keep it man. under wraps. Uh, we're not going to tell you the name. Uh, but we're probably going to rebrand, change the logo, um, and some of that stuff. But again, I, I just want to emphasize we're not really doing that big of a pivot um, as such. It's more of just like a – it's actually not a pivot at all. Like we're not changing f- what we're doing to one theme or the other. Like you said, it's just a focus. It's like – we're just narrowing the scope a little bit so it's it, it's a little bit tighter it's a little bit more cohesive yeah there,
1: there'll still be you know stuff like whatever like random historical things or classics or like um, you know philosophical ideas that we're going to explore and stuff like that uh, but more on theme and then occasionally like outside of it you know yeah well, the uh, the epistemology episode, which unfortunately is not one of our most popular episodes, um, that would still apply because, like, you know, this idea of thinking clearly and making decisions, like understanding what can be known and what you know and don't know, is very important to that. Or like, the um, what is it like Animal Farm? I, I think Animal Farm is actually extremely important for a, a technology company like for folks to understand the dynamics that are transpiring in that book
0: so you know yeah yeah definitely (laughs) that might be the most
1: important one of all
0: for us to cover (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe well good thing we already got it covered yeah yeah yeah
1: So we got to decide, um, you know, what uh, what book we want to start with. And we were considering a book called Leadership Strategy and Tactics. All right, what, what do you think about that? Um,
0: I'm actually all for it. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I haven't been listening to Jocko's podcast as much lately. But, you know, I used to like it a lot. I loved his first book. I mean, Extreme Ownership really is a fantastic book i've i think it's played a significant role in like the you know the relative success that i've had in my career so far um i think it has had a significant role in the quality of the team that i'm trying to help build at my company that i work at and um I've actually sent it to every intern or new grad that I've mentored at at, at work. I've That's mailed awesome. them the book because it. I, I really think it makes that much of a difference. Um,
1: we should we should do that. Like, if we start like hiring people on, we should do that here.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we should. I don't. I think most of them didn't read it, <laughs> so they weren't but, that hey, extreme about their ownership. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can't force them to. You can't
1: force them to.
0: Yeah. Bring a horse to water, all that. But anyway, yeah. Um, leadership strategy and tactics. I think what I like about that one is, um, I haven't read it yet, but from what I heard about it or, or looked into it, it was like very practical. And I think it's going to be, again, just mm-hmm. really useful to me right now in the stage that I'm at, um, in my career as we're scaling this team, as I'm stepping into a leadership role. Um, so, from a selfish perspective, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. I think, like, there's going to be many things that I'll literally be able to just, like, bookmark and be like, okay, like, next week when I'm doing this, like, <laughs> let me refer back to this. Try it this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I, I think that's that's true for me as well, and also very true for our um, archetype users, you know, for, like, our archetype listeners of the podcast. Um, no matter who you are or what your situation is, like, you know, for us, we're in Silicon Valley, the folks that we're kind of like focusing on are a lot of them are startup founders, startup team members. So for them, you know, you, you might've been heads down in technical work your, your whole life. And now you're like leading a team or let's say you are a friend of the podcast, Michael, right? Like, you know, your, your focus has been policy, not necessarily like studying how to lead people, but now you have to influence, you have to lead, you have to make sure like the results of your analysis are, are, um, applied or leverage their best effect and like this is going to be very helpful for you as well um, I think like yeah. not losing
0: friend of the podcast Michael is like a big goal of mine in this <laughs> transition <laughs> well I, I think for Michael you know I, I don't know how much of his, his stuff I can reveal here but uh, I'll keep it pretty generic he, he is interested in building things like he wants to um, get out there and build stuff uh, and I think that He's well within the target demographic for that reason. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, we won't lose a friend of the pod, Michael. <laughs> Michael, if this completely, if you hear this and you're like, dude, this sucks, let us know, or any anyone else, you know, drop us a line. Yeah, as I yeah. always say, contact at rdmr.io, and if you hate this idea, you know, tell us. Um, send me a picture of. A mob with pitchforks or something, and um, you know we'll uh, we can have a discussion about it. I'm happy to talk, but uh, I, I think this is going to be for the best. I'm I'm pretty like I said I'm pretty excited about it. I, th- I think it's going to be really good.
1: Yeah, me too. When I was putting the like you know when we were starting to get the book list together, that's when I started to really get excited. I was excited like last week when we were talking about it because I was like I just feel like our time and the effort we put towards this is going to be more useful to other people and to ourselves as a result of this um but looking at the books themselves i'm like even more pumped now because it looks really interesting you know
0: yeah definitely i did actually or- already order leadership strategy and tactics it should be here in the next couple of days okay I ordered nice. it like yesterday or the day before so it should be here monday nice
1: yeah, another really good one that I, I want to I want to reread is Psychology of Influence. That book is um is very very useful and important just like learning to like operate effectively in like environments where it's more than just yourself, which is every environment. Um And and that's one of those like reread again and again books because it's that valuable.
0: Oh yeah, this is the Cialdini. Um Yeah. Yeah. We did the other one that was uh, somewhat related to this. What was that one nudge? called? Yeah, oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah nudge was good. Oh, no, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, nudge was good. Or no, we did uh we did inside the nudge unit. Oh, yeah. Uh we didn't did we we did nudge too, right? No, we didn't. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we I did inside we the nudge unit. But it's okay. I'd have to go listen to the podcast because back then we weren't putting book titles in the podcast titles. Yeah, <laughs> the title is "Our Not Just Government Mind Control." It's a good title, but also would maybe be nice to have the book in the description. Yeah, in the description at least. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's episode six, so I'll cut us some slack on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to have gotten this far. Honestly, like. I think the biggest thing with creating content truly is consistency. Because if you're not consistent, you don't get to a point where you're like, you have the space to be like, oh, we should focus on this or we should do it this way. You know?
0: Right. There's a new uh, edition of Psychology of Influence in 2021. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see which edition I have. What what does the cover look like? It's like yellow and purple. It says, Influence new and expanded. Over 5 million copies sold. I think this is the 2021 edition. Let me see the front cover of it. Oh yeah,
1: that is. Yeah, this is a crazy good book. Um, You remember early on we were talking a lot about like commitment and consistency bias and like social proof authority some of those things yeah a lot of that is from this book um and the thing is the thing about this book is it sounds very like you know like business book like pop psych but chalvin is like a serious researcher and a professor and if like for this book he actually got himself trained in like door-to-door sales and like, actually tried to like join cults and various things. So not only is he like a re- like a esteemed researcher in this field, he also has a ton of practical experience with this stuff. Um,
0: That's and, awesome. Yeah, it's
1: just an amazing book.
0: It was yeah. actually when we did Inside the Nudge no, Unix, we were really early and we were like ideating about the podcast. One of the, my ideas back then was to do like a series on like trying to apply these techniques to resist the hard sell. So try to go to like the most like shitty hard sell situations possible and put, try to like get myself out of them. So like go to timeshare presentations, wearing a wire, or go to like- Oh, oh that's car. a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> go to like used car lots and shit. And, and, and try to just, you know. The problem is uh, I'm pretty sure California is a two party consent state. So I'd have to tell them I'm recording.
1: Well, we could be like, hey, we're, you know, trying to just vlog our experience buying a new car.
0: That's true. Just tell them we're, like, famous. Yeah. Or we could just go to states that are one-party consent. Uh, Let's see. What are one-party consent states? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, there's a lot of them minnesota um interestingly not florida so i was thinking florida would be a good choice because there's gonna be hella timeshares there that is interesting but you would think they would like maybe they don't want to record shit because they're sick of all the florida man like commercial like <laughs> like articles and shit so they don't want people yeah to just think florida's a shithole or they don't want people to know that florida's
1: a shithole yeah the florida man is hilarious it, it's just one of those like random quirks you know like like how um mushroom spores are illegal in like a bunch of red states but not california it's just you know random quirk it, it just doesn't fit but but kind of does if you think about it yeah because like the florida thing kind of fits too right to like avoid the florida man getting out more <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah. yeah so I like that idea, though. I, th- I think it's a good idea.
0: <laughs> it would be fun. You can get, like, free vacations out of timeshares. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like, they'll pay for your whole stay if you commit to going to their, like, six-hour presentation. But Really? Then they just give you, like, a savage hard sell. Like, a savage hard sell.
1: So you have we to be know some strong. people who've been... Captured by
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Let's not call them out. Let's not call them out. But yeah, we won't. We won't.
1: We won't. We're happy. We're happy. You know, it's all good. (laughs) Uh,
0: Savage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What else? We're gonna get a intro. We're gonna have a real intro. We're gonna get some music. We're gonna get a new cover. We're just going to kind of polish, like, that, that. that's basically what all of this boils down to, you know, is we're going to take this, this update, this time to kind of polish what we've been doing, right? Yeah. I, we're going to make it feel a little more professional, make it feel a little more focused, and um, it'll be good.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like... You know, if we're putting in all this time, we might as well just, like, try to make it that much better for you guys and for ourselves. Um, And, yeah, I'm excited about the polish. I'm excited about the intro music. We're commissioning intro music. Uh, We... Or considering having a, a sexy British lady, like, introduce us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, drop us a line at contact at rdmr.io, letting us know about whether that's like, makes sense or is just weird, because we've had some disagreements on this. <laughs> I think we've, yeah, I think but we've w- definitely had some dis- lively discussions <laughs> on this. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we will be, like, an Austrian nobleman commissioning a symphony in C. That defines yeah, exactly. the earthly description.
1: <laughs> Commissioning the symphony and C.
0: It's a good song. Now now I want to listen to some cake. When's the last time I you know, listened to cake? cake? It's been a while,
1: but I'm glad you brought it
0: up. Yeah, same. Same. It's been a long while.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that's exactly what I need right now. Because my eighties music is kinda tapering off now that Stranger Things is in the rear rear view a little bit. <laughs> yeah and like I don't know for for me, I think like I think I'm a twice or thrice a week like metal buff, you know, like I think that's my frequency of like of metal listening lately, and on the other days, I need something mellower, and maybe
0: cake is like a good direction to go, yeah, yeah I mean metal every day is tough, anything every day is tough, to be honest. I like variety in almost everything that I do. It's kind of a problem for yeah. me at times because I seek variety beyond like all other <laughs> virtues. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I I get that in some things, but in a lot of things I'm the opposite.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like Jules was telling me that the other day when we were at a restaurant where she was like you better choose carefully because this is what you're going to eat for like the rest of your life when you come here no. <laughs> that's so true yeah
0: and you'll go to the same restaurant that's why I feel like maybe like an obakase is good for you because you feel like you're ordering the same thing but you're getting new stuff I love obakase yeah it's yeah. perfect <laughs> <laughs> I would eat it every day if I could yeah <laughs> Well, we're going to have to be a lot more consistent with this before we can afford omakase every day. Yeah, that would be cool, though. I feel like we'd probably get, like, really ill.
1: Maybe. Like mercury poisoning or
0: something, right? If you ate, like, that much fish every day.
1: Yeah, probably. It's probably not good to eat anything, like, every day, you know? Yeah, exactly. some things are probably fine, like an apple. Yeah, Or, like, but things
0: like, like that, you know? Yeah, but, like, 15 pieces of raw fish is probably, <laughs> <laughs> is probably not on that list. <laughs> but twice a week could work. <laughs> twice a week could work. I mean, I have a friend uh, who does fine dining, like, ridiculously often. Like, you know, once or twice a month. Um, even that, that is, is ridiculously like, often. that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of freaking, you know, multi course meals to eat. It's a lot of foie gras.
1: Dude, for me, after one of those meals, I, I, I love those types of meals, but I feel like I have gout. <laughs> you know, like forget fine dining. I feel like I can't eat anything for like the rest of the month. You know?
0: <laughs> I feel like you have gout. That's funny as hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, like yeah. twice a month is a lot for that. That means that entire week. Well not that entire but honestly, that entire week, like I feel kind of like I just ate like
0: nine courses of foie gras ice cream or whatever, you know. Dude, they're, they're trying to, or not. They're trying to. They're going to ban foie gras in New York too. It's gonna be banned after October. They're
1: just such hypocrites. They just yeah. like don't know anything, and they're just hypocrites. Like they're like, yeah, you can have these factory farms, and you can have all of this shit, but but this one way is, like, too evil. As opposed to having a conveyor belt that, like, decapitates and, like, rips apart animals. Like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Tendies! That's the difference. Is you get tendies if you <laughs> have a conveyor belt that decapitates them. What's tendies? Uh, like chicken tenders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For, oh like, the, the Reddit users stuff. Jesus Christ.
1: Yep. Yeah. Have you ever seen the John Stossel? Uh, uh, the John Stossel has this show called, like, oh, what's it called? It's called, like, Busy Bodies or something. <laughs> Wait, let me, let me look it up. I have not. But basically it's about, like, government, uh, you know, overreach and just stupid things they do to, like, control our lives needlessly. let me figure out what the name is oh control freaks that's the name of the show
0: (laughs) control freaks yeah no i have it
1: yeah yeah John also used to work in some like um consumer protection bureau and like his experience working there like turned him into a radical libertarian and now he just makes these like like you know this show called control freaks where he's like did you know that like whatever banana length is regulated and here's why or did you know to be, like, a hair braider, you need, like, a barber license, even though they don't t- teach you how to braid hair in barber school? <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did see that, like, in the EU, like, the banana length is tightly regulated. Like, you can only sell bananas of a certain size.
1: You just can't do anything there. You All you can do is just stay in your social class and, like, you know, that's it. <laughs> and be dis- discouraged from free enterprise.
0: I mean, you're allowed to smoke cigarettes and listen to techno music. That's true. <laughs> the one that thing I'll give them is that they won't just, like, send you to debtor's jail because you got sick.
1: <laughs> that is fair. I'm not going to say it's perfect <laughs> over here. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's perfect. but But when you say that, you know... I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know <laughs> I will say whenever I I all the people I know that go to Germany like um like one of the people in my company like went to Germany recently and this guy's like super super creative guy and he had a great time. He was like, "Whoa, it's, you know, all the art, the music, you know, all this stuff and good. Good. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm I supported. <laughs> I was worried. I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> no, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like the bad guy from Footloose, you
0: know? Like, <laughs> I just want to be
1: able to run my own life. <laughs> yeah. That's all, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, though some people need the bad guy from Footloose, like our cousin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, (laughs) she actually needs to like stop dancing and stop listening to music
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious
1: (laughs) you don't know which cousin we're talking about for any cousins listening to this
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we have a lot of cousins so could be you it could not be if you are my cousin and you think I'm talking shit about you, or you want to know if I am, drop us a line at contact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if if you're our cousin, you think we're talking shit about you, it's probably not you because then this that means you have self reflection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh lord! Anyway. Oh lordy lord! <laughs> Oh, Lordy, Lord.
1: Dude, we uh, we should do, like... So Vince suggested Essentialism uh, as a book on the podcast, but if you want to read it, too, like, the three of us could do that. I could be down. Yeah, because that's a useful, like, decision science one, and it has leadership implications and growth implications, honestly. um, I find the guy to be kind of, like... I don't know. He has good ideas, but there's something about him that I don't like. Um, but I like the book overall. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to find the
0: right adjective to like describe it. So my problem is that, essentially, what I want is to lay on the beach drinking my ties. <laughs> good. <laughs> but I have to work to get there. <laughs> yeah, but this is that whole. Uh... That whole
1: like parable, right, about like the American businessman or whatever, and he goes yeah. to like the third world, and the guy has like leishmaniasis, and several of his kids have died, and he's like fishing on the beach, and the American guy is like, "Hey, why don't you start, you know, scale up this operation?" And he's like, "Well, I'm just chilling on the beach," and he's like, "Oh, what would you do? If I, what would I do if I scaled it up? You just chill on the beach." Whatever. I butchered the story, but you, you
0: get that idea. <laughs> Yeah. So the story is basically the guy goes over there. There's the fisherman and the business like okay why don't you like you only have one fishing boat why don't you hire someone to do the fishing on this boat you can work on like marketing and sales get another fishing boat then get another fishing boat get a fleet of fishing boats become a multinational fishing conglomerate you know make all of this money and the guy's like what would I do with all that money and the guy's like well you would sit on the beach and then go fishing every day. <laughs> but you could tell that that parable was written by like someone living here because they are glossing over the fact that being a subsistence farmer or a subsistence fisher is not the same as just fishing for fun when you feel like it. <laughs> Yeah, I,
1: I guess that's, like, the difference between, like, doing jiu-jitsu for fun and just being attacked repeatedly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, or being a, you know, being a professional fighter.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the professional fighter thing, I, I think the subsistence fisher is a different, a little bit of a different deal, yeah. It definitely is. Because yeah. with a professional fighter, you have highs, you have lows, you have the grind, but you also have the glory, right? Whereas subsistence fisher fisher, you're like,
0: I hope I, like, I'm able to survive today, <laughs> You know? Yeah. Right. Right. No, you're totally. Yeah, it's definitely not comparable at all. That's more mm. like I don't know. Well, it's like being a subsistence farmer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, appreciate- that
1: comparison is like you're a competitive angler. You know, like you catch like the biggest, most exotic fish in the world.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I knew a kid in high school who I think became a competitive angler at least for some amount of time. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's some midwestern shit right there oh yeah <laughs> it's the kind of shit you don't hear if if, if you went to like Palo Alto High School <laughs> <laughs> yeah but up in the midwest that's that's what we do whole hog barbecues I'm kidding I've never that gone sounds... to a whole hog barbecue I wish though. So. that's more yeah, North that Carolina sound pretty good. than the midwest
1: yeah but that does sound good I'd be down to go check it out you know yeah. We visit our our other cousin in North Carolina. We can go and take him to a whole hog barbecue where he can try to explain like labor economics.
0: Isn't he in Switzerland? Uh, good do? Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to Duke. I think he's in Switzerland right now doing some other some shit and then he right now like, yeah like, I don't
1: know what he's doing right now.
0: He, <laughs> he's doing like some sort of postdoc. In Zurich, I believe. Shoutout, good do For that, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It pretty dope.
1: Pretty cool. It is. Um. Yeah. So, but my point is, dude. If 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 essentially that's what you want to do, maybe you
0: should do that. Maybe. But the thing just, is, I also like foie gras.
1: Just vlog <laughs> yourself like chilling on the beach and build. Your business around
0: that. Yeah, but I don't want to be a lifestyle travel blogger. Yeah, that's fair. I want to feel that's like fair. the work. Okay, fine. Maybe that's not all I want. I also want to feel like the work that I do is valuable and like I'm contributing to the world. There you go. <laughs> that's the whole thing, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what keeps me here. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully I can yeah. contribute some stuff to the world that makes me enough money and enough satisfaction that then I can go lay on the beach forever. Yeah. Well that's a very like rat race American mentality right there. It's like I'll enjoy it when I'm rich, then when I'm like eighty four and I look like you Hefner, I'll be like, Alright <laughs> <laughs>
1: But hey, you have a pretty good balance though. I feel like you you try to like live life in the now like a decent amount. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I definitely
0: do. I definitely do. Yeah,
1: you still work really hard, but, like, you're not as bad as some people who are just, like, you know, literally just, like, work all the time and push off everything till later, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I do, I value my work-life balance, and I value having time to do whatever the hell I want, even if it's something stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah. And th- that's, like, that's still essentialism, though. Like, essential- the main thing with essentialism is just, like, what do you value, you know? And what do you not value? And with your limited life and time, like, what what do you choose to, like, take on board, you know? Um, and I, I like it. I find it really refreshing because for me constantly, I, I have, like, distractions pop up, you know? Like, after the Queen's Gambit, it's like, oh, let's learn chess. I have, a, it's like, a chessboard in my closet. Or, like, oh, let's learn, like, these random languages. Or let's learn how to play Go. Or, like, let's freaking learn how to fence, <laughs> it's like random shit you know Um, and that's just like even the tip of the iceberg there's so much random shit constantly that like is pulling at me so just to say categorically no to everything that's not explicitly on my list of five things is honestly kind of a load of it's very simplifying for me yeah yeah Um, that makes sense yeah it's a fucking
0: relief Yeah. right right no that's a good point that's a good point um, a good exercise for sure.
1: Yeah, it's an acknowledgement of reality, you know? Like, you don't have all the time in the world. You can't do it all. There's meaningful stuff you have to say no to. Um, and the question is, what will you say no to? And what will you say yes to, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think being intentional about that is probably a good thing. Um, yeah, this is actually kind of related to that discussion I was having with, with, um, you know, my team member this week, um, in a way where it's like, you know, that there's something appealing to, you know, the human monkey brain of like not going through that exercise because Mm -hmm. you're not making, it feels like you're not making a decision, right? It feels like you're not actually excluding things, but Mm -hmm. the, no decision is a decision. Like inaction is an action right Yeah, and I think that's like a critical thing that um, you know I was trying to hammer home to this individual this week and that I try to think about it in general you know I, I think that applies all over the place like you have to just like make a call and you have to do something you know and, and not mm-hmm. making a call is still making a call you know you're just choosing to not make a call that's yeah. a choice you know um, and like Same with prioritizing, right? Like, not prioritizing is you're prioritizing feeling better over, you know, prioritizing and figuring out what it is that you actually (laughs) want to do. And that's not necessarily, I mean, you're fine to do, like, if if you want to do that, that's fine. I mean, I haven't gone through the prioritization (laughs) exercise, so I'm not saying it, like, it's it's a horrible thing, but I'm just saying it's good to be aware of that.
1: But you you're per, you're pretty decent at this in a way by nature. Where like if I think about you know the five things for like that you kind of like index heavy on like let's see like work, family and friends, um, this project, yeah, fitness and working out, and like you know occasional like adventure and like you know I would say like leisure, eating out, travel, festivals. But like those things are not like each of those isn't its own pillar. Like you're not doing all of those every day. Yeah, that's true. That's like kind of one pillar, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's five things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you still get pulled in different directions. Like, I feel like you definitely do, but... um, Yeah, so it's still useful for you, but...
0: I don't think it's a disaster as it stands. Yeah, it's definitely not a disaster. I think for me, my problem is more just, like, getting caught up in, like, useless shit that I don't actually care about, like, scrolling yeah. Instagram or Reddit or, you know, like, I go on these weird binges of, like, stupid mobile games, which is, like, really sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's that game Retro Bowl that I told you about that I played yeah. for, like, an excessive amount of time. Like, I, like... And, you know, I, I, I do that once in a while with, like, different different bubble games, which is just stupid, because, like, I don't even actually enjoy the game that much. <laughs> it's just, like, a dopamine, like, addiction. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's exactly yeah. what it is. I go through that, too, for sure. Like, I, um, I've i been addicted to Mass Effect lately. I'm actually grateful today that uh, we, we did this, and that my day just was the way it was, like, before this, too, because... I was unable to play Mass Effect, and therefore I'm like shaking the like hold right now, it has, you know. <laughs> but I was yeah. looking at the time, like you know, how many hours I've committed to Mass Effect since I since I got it, and it's like seventeen hours. Yeah. So like you divide that out, you know, oh, four weeks, seventeen hours, almost five hours a week. Five hours a week. I mean, I know that doesn't sound crazy for some people, but if you take five hours a week and you whatever like play piano you'll be playing like some simple like Chopin stuff at the end of that you know like that's a
0: it's like a lot of hours in reality Um, yeah it's not too bad i mean i wouldn't beat yourself up about it but yeah if that's how you want to spend your time then then yeah that's you know
1: yeah i mean i think it's just like it's it's activation energy it's the addiction it's the fact that you know sometimes it's just like the indecision too. like with, with this project like as we pivoted over I, I'm starting to kind of coalesce the different pieces and figure stuff out oh what's the daily content gonna look like on Twitter you know like what is it how, how, how's the weekly stuff gonna look how many days a week we're we gonna podcast a solo podcast all this stuff and in the like indecision of it it's just much more like clearly defined concrete and simple to like play Mass Effect you know
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah but i do also believe you need some of that downtime you know um again not to just keep going back to this one conversation but that's another thing i told this guy this week is like you know he has a tendency to like get stressed out and then try to work his way out of problems you know like i'm just gonna put hours in until we i get to a solution um and i actually think that's a not always a great approach. Like I think you need to sometimes you really need to walk away and give yourself the space to like actually figure things out, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially with like technical problems at least, or, or like big, like kinda hairy decisions, you know. Um I think a lot of like the decision science that you look at, I mean, I'll be interested to dig into it and see if I'm wrong on this. I don't know if it's decision science, but like A lot of podcasts and things I've heard interviews with great leaders and how they make decisions, what they talk about is like collecting as much data as possible and then making the decision based on intuition once they have that data. Um, And I think that that last piece, right, like making the call based on intuition, a lot of that, I think you need space from the data to fully process it and ingest it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that. I think it just depends on, like, you know, how you want to spend your leisure time, right? Like, um, I don't think there's anything, like, intrinsically wrong with spending it on video games. Um, but I can't say it's my ideal. You yeah. Know? Like, I-, I would be down to play Mass Effect probably, like, half as much as I have the past four weeks, you know? Like, I think yeah. 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes a day is, like, reasonable. Um Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like one mission, you know. Right. Um, But I think you're right. And by the way, with the decision science, like, at least for for me, you tell me if you agree with this. I think what we're trying to get at with that, we're using it as a shorthand for, like, anything, any information, any framework or methodology or case study that's going to help you make better decisions. So we're not, like, super pedantic about whatever, like, the official, like, definition is it's just that it's just how 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 can you make the best decisions possible with the information you have in the situation you're in you know
0: yeah definitely and i mean honestly like i think if you're if you've listened to a few of our episodes so far you probably can infer i mean maybe that yeah we're not going to be super pedantic about it we're not going to be super strict about it you know um we're, I'm not really one for super tight definitions of these things. Um, So, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm,
1: if you're, if you're trying to make a decision, then you might, you might want to tightly define, like, you know, whatever the, whatever the competing arguments are, but that's like a totally different thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like, you know, like Just this random arbitrary, like the, the context or the content that we're going to be making, or even like, you know, my role at my job or things like that. I, I don't want like something super tightly constrained and defined in that way.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I'm super, super pumped about this, uh, this shift. I think it's going to be really fun and really valuable and leadership strategy and tactics. You know, it's pretty much a a manual on leadership by this Navy SEAL commander, Jocko Willink, and he um, was the leader of the most decorated unit in the Iraq War, one of them, uh, in one of the most heavily contested battlefields in the Iraq War, and he was also, like, the leader of the training detachment for the Navy SEALs um, and runs a leadership consultancy now. So he he has a really detailed really great book that we're going to cover as one of the first ones when we make the shift um and yeah we're super excited to have you guys along for the ride with us
0: yeah as always thanks for listening um i'll say it for probably the third time if, if you have any thoughts on this drop us a line at contact at rdmr.io or on twitter at rdmr underscore io yeah yeah
1: Though maybe that'll change when we rebrand. Who knows?
0: Da da da. <laughs>
1: Everything changing, all around us. Unpredictability.
0: Maybe we need to read some like Robert Frost poems about the seasons um, changing to like get people in the mood for our new change, brand. Yeah,
1: yeah. We could we could totally start the next episode with a Robert Frost poem on change. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> it's actually an interesting idea. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Alright. Alright. Goodbye. Adios.